Are you ready? A shot of wrestling, episode one sixty nine, and away we go. Welcome to episode 169 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty. And what a show we have for you this week. We are over in the Bronx, New York at St. Helena's Gym. Setting up for BCW Summer on Smash 3. Fandemonium. Headlined by Darius Carter. Go against Dan Moff. So looking forward to that. It should be an awesome event. Looking forward to it. Ah, can't wait. But until then, we got a show to get to. Like I said, this is episode 169. Which means it's been 100 episodes since we were first introduced to the sexy assassin, Eric Jaden, first making his debut on, on episode 69 of A Shot of Wrestling. What a great hundred episodes it's been. Almost two years with the definition of authority and sexiness himself. We caught up with Eric on episode 163, so make sure you go check out both interviews. And learn all there is to know about the godfather of A Shot of Wrestling, Eric Jaden. So big shout out to him. Thanks for everything he's done. But now it's time to start the show. We always start the show with this week's wrestling replay, Stomping Grounds, June 23rd, 2019, from the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington. On the pre-show, we saw Drew Gulak defeat Tony Nese and Akira Tozawa to win the Cruiserweight Championship in 11 minutes, 20 seconds. Becky Lynch defeated Lacey Evans to retain the Raw Women's Championship in 11 minutes, 30 seconds. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the New Day in 11 minutes, 5 seconds. Ricochet defeated Samoa Joe to win the United States Championship in 12 minutes, 25 seconds. Daniel Bryan and Rowan defeated Heavy Machinery to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in 14 minutes, 25 seconds. Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship in 10 minutes, 35 seconds. Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre in 17 minutes, 20 seconds. Kofi Kingston defeated Dolph Ziggler by escaping the cage to retain the WWE Championship in 20 minutes even. And in your main event, Seth Rollins defeated Baron Corbin in a no-count-out, no-disqualification match to retain the Universal Championship with Lacey Evans as a special guest referee in 18 minutes, 25 seconds. Again, this pay-per-view is four hours long, and there's not a match that goes over 20 minutes. That's crazy. Although this one ended, or I think it ended around 10, 15, 10, 20, so a little over three hours. First three matches were 11 minutes. It's crazy. Not a bad pay-per-view. Figure it was going to be pretty good. Because anytime going into a pay-per-view or Raw or SmackDown, you know it's going to suck. No build to it. There's no matches you want to look forward to. It, I could watch it or not. Would it make a difference in my life? Those are the ones that are usually pretty good. The pay-per-view is a great build. Pay-per-views I'm looking forward to. Those are the ones that fall flat in their face. I guess because the bar of expectation is set so low. Those are pretty good. The Rick Sage Samoa Joe match was pretty good. I was pretty impressed with Heavy Machinery. This is my first time really seeing them actually do a wrestling match. You have these matches on Raw and SmackDown, wherever they are. Usually squats matches or like a quick nothing match. But this one was pretty good. Really impressive. Really impressive. And uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey, she took that power bomb with a turnbuckle or the head snap back. I'm surprised they're letting her do stuff like that. You don't want to take any risks with the goddess herself. But, you know, not, not too bad. You know, the main event with the referee, once we found out who she was, wasn't, I didn't expect her, but once she came out, you knew it was going to happen. Everybody did. But again, going back to that long debate we've had on the show since, I think, the beginning. Predictable, yes. Enjoyable, yes. So it wasn't that bad. So check out Stomping Grounds, surprisingly, for a not-too-bad show if you have three and a half hours to kill. 
But moving on, some of you may have noticed there was no show last week. Didn't announce it on episode 168. All of last week, I was debating whether to do a show or not. In the end, I decided not to. Also, in the end, I was very happy I didn't. Last weekend was Hollywood's bachelor party. Swan Nolan is getting married. His brothers planned his big weekend extravaganza at Fire Island here in New York. I've never been to Fire Island. What a great reason to go for the first time. So the plan was to get there, drink and drink, get fucked up, hang out with my boy, celebrate his last few days of bachelorhood, meet his friends, meet his brothers, get some embarrassing stories. Some of it came true. Last minute, found out I had to drive. So there goes the drinking part. Now I'm driving out to uh, Bayshore, Long Island, if anybody knows what that is. On a Saturday afternoon, traffic galore. Bumper to bumper traffic most of the way. And when it cleared up, for no reason, again, I hate traffic for no reason. If I'm stuck in bumper to bumper traffic that's crawling, and there's an accident, it's construction, that freaking sucks. But if I'm stuck in bumper to bumper traffic, and it just clears up for no reason, that's freaking annoying. So that would happen, it would clear up for a little bit, then it would be stuck. Clear up, stuck. All the way out. I think it took over an hour to get there. Finally get to the place, it's the wrong spot. Now... There's a risk of missing the ferry. And of course, there's no parking. All the parking lots are full. Even though we see spots in the parking lot, there's no spots. They say it's full. So we find a parking spot. It's four hours maximum parking. I pay for it. $2. Not too bad. It's like, oh, that's not enough time. So now we have to find a spot that is longer than that, that allows long-term parking. What happens? I miss that ferry. End up finding a spot. 12-hour parking. Perfect. Maximum for 12 hours? $2 still. Not too bad. I don't know how they do their timing over there, but it's not too bad. So I have some time to kill for the next ferry. I think the next ferry was like 6 o'clock. And it, we had to get there early. The ferry ended up leaving at like 5.50. Which is good. Makes up some time. Perfect. Get there. Find the Schwann's compound. Start drinking right away. Pounding up my proper 12 Irish whiskey from Conor McGregor. Meet his friends. Meet his family. Overall good time. Can't tell too much what happened because I signed a non-disclosure agreement. But I will tell you this. I think Mark Schwann is good at promos. I think Mark Schwann is good on the microphone. You should meet his best friend, Carson. His best friend, Carson. This guy destroyed him on promos. I've never seen Schwann so shook before. He tried to come back, and it, he just couldn't. So hopefully next time Mark Schwann is on the podcast, which will be when he's a married man. He'll tell you how his best friend, Carson, destroyed him in promos. But overall, you know, pretty good time. Pretty good time. Had to stop drinking for a while. Cut the ferry back. Fire Island's nice. Definitely check out Fire Island. Definitely want to go back and enjoy it in its full drunkenness, I guess. But like I said, I can't go too much detail about Schwann's bachelor party. Hopefully next time he's here, he will tell you what he remembers from what I've heard. Not too much. But I was supposed to get there earlier, and I'm very white. If you see my pictures, if you see me in person, I'm very white. 100% Irish. So I don't tan, I burn in the sun. Within a matter of moments, I burn. So I figure I'm going to be out in the sun for a while. Let me get some sunscreen. Lo and behold, they tell that they have SPF 100. Fantastic. Fantastic. Ended up not eating it because we get to, like I said, fire on at 6.30-ish. But yeah, looking forward to the summer now that I'm fully protected with SPF 100. Haters are going to hate, but I need it. If you're extremely white or Irish like me, you know. There's hope. SPF 100. Check it out. Still waiting to hear back from the team over at the Bronx, New York. See how they're faring over there and setting up. See how the crowd is. Another great night of action coming up. BCW Summer on Smash 3, so stay tuned. Before we get to that, let's get into the news of the week. A lot of stuff happened, so let's get right into it. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty. 
Oh man, fantastic news breaking this week. I might get to hear that theme song more and more. One of my favorite entrance music of all time. Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman were announced this week by WWE as executive directors. Bischoff will head to SmackDown, Heyman will run Raw. Both will report directly to Vince McMahon. Now despite the rumors, this is not part of a storyline. Both will report directly to Vince and Bischoff will also work with the executives over at Fox. The East press release noted, and I quote, in their executive roles, Heyman and Bischoff will oversee their creative development of W's flagship programming and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business. The creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. Awesome. Can't wait. I think this is nothing but good news. The E reportedly made the offer to Heyman a while back when, uh, what's his name? Bruce Pritchard came on as senior vice president a few months ago. Eric Bischoff has been working on a pre-production of Netflix's planned biography of Hulk Hogan, and he has a number of personal appearances booked. So the rumor going around is that he only accepted this role maybe a week or two ago because he started canceling his appearances then. It's also being reported that Fox was totally unaware of this major change, which is surprising because they've been kept in the loop on changes going forward. But they do wish Paul Heyman was in charge of SmackDown instead of Eric Bischoff, so that's kind of interesting. It's also being reported that possibility of Heyman going to Raw is because he's been in charge of SmackDown before, and this is seen as a reward for his time with the company. Huh, interesting. Although Fox would prefer Paul Heyman on SmackDown, WWE reportedly wanted Bischoff on SmackDown due to his experience working with television networks. So that makes sense. It was already announced that Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff will both appear this coming week on Raw and SmackDown, although they're not expected to be on-screen characters going further. But yeah, this is the bolt of fresh air that we needed over at the E. So nothing but good news coming out of this. Looking forward to it. The only problem I fear is people setting the bar too high. But yeah, everyone loved ECW, right? So you got the mastermind behind ECW running Raw. A lot of people love WCW in its heyday. You got the guy who created the NWO running SmackDown. Both working the grand genius that is Vince McMahon. So these guys put their heads together, work together as a cohesive unit. Man, nothing, nothing's going to stop them. Looking forward to it. So it's all hype. Thankfully, this hype will be answered in a couple of days as they are going to start their role this coming week for Raw and SmackDown. So we'll see the change instantly. Speaking of Fox and SmackDown, Fox is planning to make the debut episode of SmackDown look and feel as big as possible. And they're planning to invite as many celebrities as possible. The word going around is Fox wants to make this look and feel like a big boxing or UFC event. I just have a feeling that Fox is going to be hugely disappointed. Okay, Boxing UFC is different from WWE and I uh, just don't think they grasp that. I think the wrong people are in charge over there in Fox who made this decision. But we'll find out in October. Only a couple months away, folks. Time is flying. Sticking with the Fox theme here. Fox wants WWE to bring in Jerry Lawler to host their planned Fox Sports 1 in-studio show that will begin airing in October. The rumor was it's going to be Renee Young. The rumor was that she's going to be the front runner to host this show. So I don't know if it's going to be a co-host type thing or Fox decided they wanted to change that. The feeling is Lawler's image and voice is very familiar, which is something Fox is looking for. If you flip the channels, the casual fans are not going to stop on Renee Young, although she's kind of hot. They're going to stop on Jerry the King Lawler. He was the voice of the Attitude Era, alongside Jim Ross, so it seems like Fox gets what they want. So, uh, congratulations to Jerry Lawler. Although, I don't know if we talked about it on the show last time, but there's also a rumor going around that Jim Ross wants to bring the King over to AEW, which I think is a mistake. But I'll keep my eye on this story as it develops, so we'll keep you updated. Now, the news. I don't know if you guys noticed this this week, but this man held a meeting a couple weeks ago to tell everybody there'd be no more wrestling during the commercial breaks. He noted that matches can go through a commercial break, but the in-ring action can't take place. What? That's a little crazy. That's a little much. Until you find out his explanation. He feels that legitimate sports don't run through commercials, so WWE is adjusting their match presentation 
you know, which may tie into the Fox wanting WWE present SmackDown as a legitimate sport. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, it seemed to work okay this past week. SmackDown will keep that one match per hour going through that commercial and the picture-in-picture. I don't see it as a huge difference for the casual wrestling fan. So uh, we'll see what happens. Smart move. You know the news. Totally changing subjects here. Before Ashley Macero's tragic passing, she agreed to appear in a video for a song about suicide prevention. Brian Orlando spoke to the New York Post, saying, and I quote, Ashley was very enthusiastic about the song. She heard it after it was recorded and loved it. She even agreed to be in the music video. Now, Brian Orlando was inspired to write the song called Choose Song after his music hero, Chris Cornell, hung himself in 2017. Saying, and I quote, it's a metal theme. It's encouraging. The idea of the song is with music, you are never alone. Mental illness, again, is something you don't want to play with. Ashley Macero will seem to be happy, loving life, a lot of things going for her, and... She tragically took her own life. Very sad. And it goes hand-in-hand hand with the other big story that broke this week. WrestleMania 17 in Houston is considered to be you know, one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time. And uh, the apex of the Attitude Era. But who would have thunk it all could have been tragically different had Tommy Dreamer followed through on the act of revenge following his bout of depression and mental illness. He recently opened up about the troubling period in his life on his House of Hardcore podcast. It appeared that he only managed to escape by the help of Jim Ross. Now, this I didn't know. Tommy Dreamer was supposed to make his WWE debut during the TLC match at WrestleMania X7. But the plans changed last minute, and he was the odd man out. That was nearly the tipping point in his darkest stage of his life. ECW, which, as you just said, was run by Paul Heyman, just folded. Tommy Dreamer had to move back with his parents. As he spiraled into depression, Tommy Dreamer said he intended to take advantage of Texas's lax gun laws, and his plan was to jump the rail at WrestleMania, kill Paul Heyman, who was announcing the show, if you guys remember, and then kill himself. Heavy shit. He says, and I quote, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. It's sick that I think of this. At WrestleMania, I was going to hop the rail, I was going to whack Paul E, the back of the head, right at the announce table, then I was going to whack myself. The ultimate martyr. I was going to hit my pose and crack, boom, pull the trigger. Because I was that insane. Don't know if I would have actually gone through with it, but that was what I was thinking about every day. I was like, I will go down in history. I was so severely depressed and so mental with rage, I needed help. Could you think about the horribleness that I would have done for my legacy? I would have ruined WrestleMania, which I love, for everybody. But a well-timed phone call from good old JR saved him. Saying, and I quote, well, that phone call came from Jim Ross. Again, he just left a message saying, hey, Tommy, it's Jim Ross. Just want to let you know we're still thinking about you. We're going to get it done. Just hang in there. Thank you. So happy I didn't do it. And I was so happy I got that phone call from someone who was a stranger. I barely knew this guy. There was another day for me. There have been a lot of other days. <sighs> Again, heavy stuff from Tommy Dreamer. What is the career he's had since then? You don't know what someone's going through, okay? Check on your friends. Give them a phone call, text. It helps. Trust me, it does. And on the other side of the coin, if you are suffering from something, go get help. There are people to listen. If you have friends like me who won't answer their phone calls, won't return text messages, keep trying. There's other people in your life who will help you out. And uh, it should never resort to this. So thankfully, it didn't resort to him. Thankfully, Jim Ross there was there to save this. And he even said he, would, he, even said he wasn't sure if he would go through it or not. But imagine if he did. Damn. Like, again, you don't know what people are going through. So definitely reach out to people, whether to check on somebody or for help. There's no simple transition here. So let's get right into other news. For the first time ever, another current professional wrestling promotion is set to stream live on the WWE Network. Evolve's 10th anniversary show will air on the network at 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, July 13th. The news kind of was exciting to me because Evolve runs here in Queens, along with Shine. So I'm like, you know what, maybe let me, let me go check out the show. I'm going to see Evolve show for the first time. This is the show I want to be at. Unfortunately, the show is set to take place at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, check out the Evolve show. Hey, you might be on the network. That's cool. Triple H said, and I quote, Evolve was the birthplace of many current WWE and NXT superstars, so it's only fitting that their 10th anniversary celebration will be showcased live on the WWE Network. And that's cool. Good for them. Great for Evolve. That's awesome. It's been a great partnership between Evolve and WWE, so 
Only makes sense. So uh, great job for Evolved. It might check that out. Now, speaking of big events and streaming services, Impact's biggest event of the year, Slammiversary, will take place on July 7th down in Dallas, Texas. Tickets are still available. Now, when you order Slammiversary, which is listed as only $39.99, whether on pay-per-view or their streaming service, Impact Plus, you get three free months of Impact Plus with your order. Something that's pretty tempting to me. Impact Plus offers monthly specials like Bash at the Brewery or Night You Can't Mist. And you can see past and current episodes of Impact Wrestling Plus, their extensive library of past pay-per-view events. Don't miss out on all the impact you can handle with Impact Plus today. Three free months is not too bad. Although I just realized, I think it was $9.99 a month. If I'm ordering this pay-per-view at $39.99, they owe me $10. So maybe I won't do it. Huh. Just realized that. What a scam. Never mind. Move on. Finally, another news. For the first time ever, WWE is getting their own Best WWE Moment Award at this year's ESPYs. The nominees are Roman Reigns returns after his battle with leukemia. Becky Lynch wins the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania 35. Kofi Kingston wins his first championship at WrestleMania 35. And Ronda Rousey wins the Raw Women's Championship. Voting is now open at ESPN's official website, so definitely go check it out. Big deal for them. Congratulations. Big news. I know they had a nice working relationship with ESPN when the coach was over there. Remember when coach would do the pregame shows for like SummerSlam and WrestleMania? That kind of kind of fell apart. But happy to see that the ESPs are giving them their own moment. Wonder who will win. It's got to be Roman Reigns, right? Come on. Oh, this is a sports show, so you might award Ronda Rousey with it. But anything can happen at the ESPs, so definitely check it out. I think ESPs are coming up in July something, so we'll let you know. Again, I texted a couple of people. Haven't heard back how things are going over in the Bronx, New York. So as I wait, let's talk about some Ron Smackdown. A Shot of Wrestling presents Cheers and Heels. Or like some Raw and SmackDown. You know, SmackDown's always awesome. For the last couple of weeks, Raw's been pretty good. Not as boring, not as crappy. I'm hoping that only continues to go up with Paul Heyman at the helm. But question, when did the New Day become number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? One, they lost as stomping grounds to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, so why are they the number one contenders? And two, why am I finding out on Raw? Why am I watching Raw to find out who the number one contendership is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Again, this whole wild card, blurring the brand split thing is really freaking annoying. And why did Samoa Joe attack Kofi Kingston? Shouldn't he have attacked Ricochet? Ricochet just took his belt. Again, Samoa Joe lost at the pay-per-view, and now he gets a title shot at the more prestigious title? Makes no sense. What's going on? Plus, Samoa Joe's on Raw. Why is he getting a title shot at a SmackDown championship? (sighs) Cheers. To the Undertaker coming on Raw, a very rare surprise in the wrestling industry. Usually when they try to surprise you with an appearance or something happening, you find out before it happens. But I didn't hear anything about the Undertaker coming on Raw, so props to them for keeping me a secret. Cheers to the Undertaker being back. I got a cheers at AJ Styles' ricochet match. That was pretty damn good. Wow. I'll see that again and again. But I'm also interested to see what they're doing with the Good Brothers and AJ Styles here. Like, are they going to turn on AJ Styles? Or AJ Styles going to join the Good Brothers and team up the quote-unquote club again i'm really curious to see how this plays out i'm, I'm gonna follow this closely so good job for them to uh get me hooked on something on for raw smackdown is ali the new batman like what is this promo about i don't watch smackdown live live and when i did watch it back i kind of got chopped up a little bit for some weird reason but it seems like he's the new batman okay good for him 
In this two or three falls match, Shane McMahon jumped into the ring and attacked The Miz, causing disqualification, allowing Miz to pick up the victory here. Yet, it seemed surprised, and he got upset when Miz won the fall. Like, does he not know how the rules work? Like, didn't he know attacking The Miz would cause Elias to fall here? And also, what's with all these two or three falls matches? There was two on SmackDown. There was one on SmackDown last week. Good friend of mine. Erwin, the voice, Escobar, said it's just because all these cats are tired. Too much traveling. These guys want to give, give them a rest. So instead of two, two out of three falls matches, why couldn't we see the debut of Aleister Black? Like, why give us two, two out of three falls matches here? Although I did like Nikki Cross beating Bailey and celebrating over the topley at the commentary table and Corey Graves egging her on. Literally, LOL'd. Okay? Which means props to them. I don't laugh easily, so that's something. And then uh, that's it for Raw SmackDown. Both shows are pretty good this week, better than they have been, but uh, that's all I got. Although I did notice the characters from Firefly Funhouse in the background watching The Miz come out on Raw, and I saw Abigail, or Abby, in the background. I'm like, oh shit, awesome. Come Tuesday morning, I found out Mercy the Buzzard was in the background, so I fast forward to that point, and boom, there he was. I missed him, but I saw her. So when I watched SmackDown... I caught the squirrel, I forgot his name, I forgot the squirrel's name, but that I rewatched, and there was Huskus in the background. So two different shows, two different characters in the background, no one said anything, so this means, I'm assuming, that Bray Wyatt's debut was imminent. So I watched Raw, I watched SmackDown, I'll go back and read other people's reviews and opinions, see if I maybe missed anything. And somebody pointed out this interesting fact, I'll read it to you here. Here's a stat. The win by Kofi Kingston means he is 21-0 since becoming WWE champion. And that's televised matches only. He's a rare champion in WWE that isn't booked to lose, which is great. Seth Rollins is 11-3 since becoming the Universal Champion. So that's pretty good too. At least WWE is booking their champions very well. Great point. I mean, I don't keep track of stats, wins and losses, but that's a good point. Kofi Kingston 21-0. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Also, speaking of seeing things in the background, see my girl Rebel at Drake Maverick's wedding? Oh, man, I love Rebel. Hit me up, 619-343-3005 or at Muggsy Putty. Get her on the show. That'd be a big get. Black we talking about throughout the show. We are over at St. Helena's Gym in the Bronx, New York, getting ready for Summer on Smash by BCW. We got Faye Jackson defending her championship against New York native and former Impact knockout Marty Bell. Rick Recon going against the current king of the monsters, Billy Brash. My boy. The Michael G. Putty guy, Ace Andrews, going against Gabriel Sky, Sebastian Cage, and Anthony Silva in a fatal four-way match. The first round of the Monsters match with Astro Morales, the strongest guy in the Indies, versus Jimmy Lloyd, Chris Kuehling, and public enemy number one, TJ Marconi. I'm assuming these three guys will soon have a story to tell. South Philly's Finest, going against the Tough Guys, Inc., and the East Coast Syndicate in a triple threat tag team match. You know, love me some tag team wrestling. And then your main event, Darius Carter, going against Dan Moff. Again, originally he's supposed to go against J.T. Dunhor to bow out last second, and his hand-picked replacement is Dan Moff. That's going to be a hard-fought contest. I cannot wait for that. And again, nobody over at the Bronx is returning my texts or phone calls. So uh, there's only one person I can count on, one person I can rely on. So let's, let me call him and see what's going on. Hey, buddy, you there? Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, we're here. Just finished setting up. Now we're setting the levels, make sure we sound okay. All right, man, good to hear. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, great night of action. They're only a couple minutes away from opening the doors. Should be an awesome night. Jimmy J's around here somewhere with a video camera. Oh, word. Jimmy J's there? Awesome. Just give me a heads up when you guys are ready to go. Yeah, man. I'll let you know. We should be ready in a couple minutes. Awesome. 
Have fun. Enjoy the show. All right, we'll do. Thanks. All right, so I guess we have a couple more minutes to kill. A couple weeks ago, I played a throwback clip of me destroying the Green Man in that epic rap battle we had. And a lot of positive feedback from that. So let's do it again. Let's play another old school clip. Let me go to the vault. Episode 77. I recapped Xavier Woods play by play during his tenuous airport encounter. So since we have a couple minutes to kill, let me throw back episode 77 and find out what Xavier Woods is going through at the airport. Michael J. Putty, we have gotten to another great episode. And these are our go-home thoughts. Yes. I just want to say, I can't believe, episode 77, a great show. Um, and can't wait till next week. So, anything for you? Yeah, since you cut me off last week, Xavier Woods had a bad day at the airport, like we all do. I like flying. But, oh, of course you do. But this time what he took, happened? he gave us a play-by-play of what was going on via Twitter. Hmm. Just spend a couple of hours. Really? And he gives a play-by-play, tweet-by-tweet of what happens. And I kind of felt like I was there. Was he with Paige? And it was very funny. <laughs> uh, a lot of things had also had GIFs and pictures attached to it. So definitely check him out. I think it's Austin Creed, whatever it's called. i got to check it out. Are you ready to hear this? Okay. You're going to feel like you're what there. Happened? You're going to feel like okay, you're Okay, I'm going to close my close eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Imagine. Currently using Google Translate to explain to the man next to me that they need eight volunteers or we aren't taking off. Hmm. Things are breaking down at the gate. Three flights from the same gate. Ours hasn't left yet. People are starting to turn oh, Game of Thrones styles. <laughs> it feels like a brawl may ensue. I'll keep my phone ready just in case some world star stuff happens. People have been clamoring for a manager. It's not like this girl's fault. Someone just said they're going to have to write a complaint letter. Handwritten, not an email. I've never <laughs> seen this happen in real life before. It's literally that scene from White Chicks. <laughs> Mental breakdowns are starting to occur. A man said he is a lifetime executive platinum and will never fly them again. And just yelled this. <laughs> girl who was working at the desk like she purposely made this so we can't get off the plane. This girl, who's made of stone, looked at him and said, Okay, I'm sorry this is happening, sir, but unfortunately there isn't anything I can do unless people volunteered not to take off. He then starts to yell again, and she politely cuts him off and says, Is there anyone who needs help that will speak in an indoor voice? I haven't heard someone say indoor voice since I worked in daycare. I love this. All the desk is giving me life. First F-bomb had been dropped. This man cursed at the girl at the desk, and she walked away. Hashtag slobber knocker. A woman is breastfeeding and shooting dirty looks at the man who cursed super loud. Crowd starting to turn on him. So the update. We're delayed due to weight restrictions. Need four more. We've got four already. Volunteers not to fly. Reward is 1300 A hotel and a confirmed seat on a flight to Montreal tomorrow. But we may only need three more because people have been turning on the guy who dropped the F-bomb. People next to me are actually conspiring to try to get the people to band together to get him booted off the flight. Game of Thrones. The price just got up to 1500 bucks. Ooh. After I love life, that shit. After the Lifetime Executive Platinum Man got loud about it, people smiled and said the F-bomb guy is mad jealous. And he still doesn't know that people are applying for him to force him to volunteer for cursing out of Carlisi. That's with the girl at the disc. Okay. We're now at 2000 <laughs> This is like watching Deal or No Deal. I know. Everyone I whispering with their friends. F-bomb guy whispered it? with no Should one. Should I take it? Should I take it? She helped an older lady fill out her declaration card. Then oh, watched her nice. in, in one 30-second walk, mind you, shun the F-bomb guy, <laughs> then faint injury so she could skip the line to speak oh, to our colleagues. good move. Good move. Then proceeded to try to plead for her case while she couldn't get on the plane now. She said, honestly, don't know how much time I got left, so I need to get on this flight. And Khaleesi stonewalled her. <laughs> when the old woman returned to her seat, she laughed and said, I tried the old lady thing, but I wasn't buying it. I have no idea how I selected 
to be blessed with this ridiculous of a day. Too many historical things are happening. Starting to look for a camera. I think I may be on Swerve. This cannot be real. I can't with what just happened. Lifetime select executive platinum dude just came and gave props to the old lady who faked an injury. <laughs> and the F-bomb guy saw it and visibly threw a two-second tantrum. <laughs> he looks like he wants to fight the old lady for being the cheating babyface. We are boarding. <laughs> There's a couple that is so happy that they're literally in tears. The girl at the desk, she truly is the breaker of chains. The F-bomb guy said something to Khaleesi under his breath. She stopped him and said, you being rude did nothing to help anyone. Know that. Men in front of me, who also kept us cool, Good just, job, Khaleesi. just jokingly said, now we're going to sit here on this plane for another two hours. Please, Lord, no. Breastfeeding mom <laughs> just got on and walked past the F-bomb guy. She mouthed, fuck you, as she passed him. How are things still happening? <laughs> we're about to take off. I am in still awe of this event that occurred. Hopefully it's done and a flight doesn't break out in customs. Bye. Wow. Wow. That was epic. Thank you, Xavier Woods, oh for that. God. Wow. <laughs> and it's funny, because I remember reading those tweets as the day went on, but now listening to it back, how much Red Bull did I drink? How much energy did I have? I was hyped. I didn't get hyped. Apparently, I stayed hyped. Hopefully, I have that much energy coming up for BCW, Summer on Smash. Just got the text. We are ready to go. So... Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. A Shadow Wrestling, Shadow Wrestling, no A on Twitter. You can follow me at Monkey Party on all social media platforms. Check out our YouTube, A Shadow Wrestling. Conversation never stops on social media. So get involved in the conversation. Also, got a hotline dialed up 619 343 Any comments, questions, or concerns? Eric Jaden is also waiting in the wings to answer any love advice you got. But not this week, because he's preoccupied going against Joe Gacy for the number one contendership for the BCW World Heavyweight Championship. So, without further ado, let's go over to St. Helena Gym for BCW Summer on Smash 3 Fandemonium. OJ Party, take it away. All right, Michael J. Party, thank you. We are here in the Bronx, New York, for Summer on Smash 3. Here in St. Helena's gym, crowd is just about finished filing in. I am here with Jimmy J from Take It Home TV. Jimmy, how are you feeling tonight? Man, Mike, I have never been feeling better. I'm excited to be here. It's my first BCW event. I'm popping my BCW cherry over here alongside yourself. And the official podcast of BCW. On the official BCW podcast, my guys at A Shot of Wrestling. How are you doing tonight? Great. The crowd is electric. You hear them the noisy in here. Oh, man, I can barely hear myself right now. It's, uh, the, the crowd is on fire, and the show hasn't even started, Mike. MJP in the studio just recap the matches. We've got a lot of matches coming up. What are you looking forward to watch tonight? Uh, there's, there's a lot of them I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, I'm interested to see Darius Carter and uh, Dan Math, though. Late uh, minute addition, yeah. Yeah, man, it, late insertion, but you know what? I think it's going to be a very physical match. I mean, they have contrasting styles if you think about it. You know, Carter, he's more like psychological and technical, and Math is just a powerhouse. So I'm excited to see that match. I think powerhouse is an understatement. But yeah, he's definitely up there. He's a Mack truck. Well, I think I see Shane coming out. We're about to start the night, so uh, let's get it underway. That's it. All right, Bell's wrong. Here we go. Match number one, Fatal 4-Way. Gabriel Sky, Ace Andrews, Sebastian Cage, Anthony Silva. Oh. Jimmy J. Man, it, it's starting off uh, very physical right here. All four guys going at each other. This is going to be a Donnybrook. Donnybrook, good word. Double word score. Early <laughs> predictions. Ah, uh, man, I got to go with the ace. It runs the place. Me too. He's a, he's a Michael J. Putty guy. I don't know if you know that. 
Oh, yeah. No, I've seen him. I've seen him point at you, buddy. Um, hashtag too good right next to us. Because, oh, how are you, my friend? How you doing, brother? You're good. So, so, what's going on, guys? I made it just in time. So, you're to support your partner? Of course. No. The two man faction that you are? You don't need a two. He, he doesn't need a cheerleader, you know what I mean? I'm his cousin. You know. That's right. You're my cousin, too, right? My cousin. Oh, yeah, well, now you do. I'm Jimmy from the Bronx, Jimmy J. Oh, you're from the Bronx? Oh, see, now we good. See? That's all we needed. That's all we needed. Are you, are you a Jet fan, too? Uh, negative. Giants. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I'm getting oh, out of here. Shit. I'm <laughs> done. Uh, he's about to. Why the table now? You'll be all right. Man, I'm about to get choked out. I'm about to get <laughs> choked uh, out right uh, now. Let's see what happens next week. I, I, I got a couple journals. dollars. I'll, I'll get you some food. Just Food? Yeah, whatever you want. Now you're my cousin. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He knows my language. Let's go get some food and see how the match plays out. All right, Jimmy, I think we're one for one so far. Ace Andrews picks up that victory, stealing the victory from Sebastian Cage, who's the 450 splash. Man. Ace Andrews comes and knocks him off, hits him with his finisher. I got to tell you, man, that was just a phenomenal, the 450 splash that he delivered. Uh, but I think because of that, you know, like you said, Ace Andrews uh, capitalized on that situation. What a match. I didn't know where to look. Action left and right. All over the place, man. Listen, this is why I tell you, man. BCW, excuse me, Bree Combination Wrestling. Uh, you know they've been here three three years in the game. If you have not been to one of their shows, you're missing out. You need to be here. Tremendous opening match. I think it sets the tone for the night, MJP. And you said it right. What a great way to start this night. That's it. I mean, you couldn't start it any better than that, honestly. How do you follow that? Let's find out. Oh, we'll find out now. All right, Jimmy, we just found out. How do you follow that match? But this big, huge match, these two behemoths, the cyborg assassin, Rick Recon, go against the king of the monsters, Billy Brash. I got to tell you, MJP, you know, the crowd is into it right now. behind them, yeah. And uh, the face-to-face, if you guys can see this right now, you're looking at both individuals, and, and neither one of them are going to budge. It's the unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. Um, I like to see who's coming out on top of this Billy one, man. Billy Brash is king of the monsters, so not many people can go eye-to-eye with him and Rick Recon. He's got to do it. He's not backing down. Solid right hand. This is going to be a great match. Give me a sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Yes, sir. Billy Brash picks up the victory over Rick Recon, which is now, which is no easy feat, despite being the king of the monsters. The cyborg assassin is not an easy man to beat. I, it was uh, it was a hard forward match, man. I, I got to be honest with you. It was a uh, any it was any man's game. Brutal uh, match. But, yeah, man. It was it was brutal, man. It was very physical. And uh, you know, ultimately, Brash came out on top, holding that trophy high in the air. I don't know who's going to take it out of his hands. I'll be honest, MJP. It's going to take a big man to take it out of that big man's hands. Absolutely, man. I, I, you know, After these two solid matches right now, I can't wait to see what's in store next. I mean, the crowd, this is something about BCW. The crowd is just really engaged uh, into this product, man. That's what makes this uh, so special over here tonight. Let's see what's up. Changing the ring. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Match number three. Yeah, something's going on here. Bell's wrong. Here we go. Match number three. Azrael, the longest reigning BCW champion, going against Carter Mason, the king of the north. Now, Jimmy Jadlin, you know, these guys have a long-standing history up in Canada. Now, finally, Carter's coming down south to go against Azrael. You know, you got you to gotta wonder right now. It's Azrael's territory over here. He definitely has the home field advantage. Uh, but, I mean, with the power and, and the, just the athleticism, the pure athleticism, of the king of the north, man. Um, it's going to be a tough task. It's great. It's great thing about BCW here. You got, you got the two big behemoths, Rick Recon and Billy Brash, going against match number two. Now in match number three, you got these two high flyers going against each other. So this is going to be a great match. Non-stop action. Let's, uh, 
See what keeps track of what's going look at, on. Look at this right here. Oh, my God. Look. Already. Like you said, nonstop action. High flying. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, man. It's getting crazy right now. Summer show right back into the ring. Mind you, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning, folks. Let's see how this match plays out. Wow. Unbelievable. Ah, I don't even know what the words to say because that was a great, great match. I got to tell you, man, their endurance is through the roof right now. And like I said, it's Asriel's hometown. He has that advantage, and he took advantage of that. The fans were behind him defeating the King of the North. And I, they got to get some EMS out here for this guy, man. He's holding his ribs. I think he's seriously injured, MJP. Yeah, because Asriel fully connected on that frog splash from the top rope. And uh, there's your winner, Asriel. AJ Pan, look at this guy. <laughs> What a match. I mean, again, talk about this on the anniversary show. Each match supersedes the next. Getting better and better as the night goes on. I cannot wait for match number four. And how do you beat this match? But we've seen that for the last two matches. Yeah, you know, that's exactly that's exactly right, MJP. You know, we're saying, like, okay, what's going to top this? And then the next match does. And the next match. And now, like you said, we're going into the fourth match right here. Uh, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen, what's going to go down. I mean, you could just feel it in the air tonight, though, man. Something, something is going to happen here. I, I feel like a, a sense of uneasiness over here. I don't oh, know. so I'm not alone. Yeah, definitely feel that too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. In. I don't know what it is. Weird, man. I'll tell you. I mean, it's my first show. I'm enjoying it so far, but it's like the tension so thick you can cut it with a knife. Great match. That's a great match. That's a great match. Jamie J, welcome to BCW. Bell's wrong. Here we go. The monsters match. The first one. I, I gotta I gotta tell you right now, MJP, this is gonna be destruction derby right here. I mean, you got four individuals, all different, uh, unique styles, if you will. I mean, TJ Marconi, Public Enemy Number One. You got Morales; he's the strongest guy in the Indies. That's right. You got Chris Kuehling. I mean, this guy is just very ominous. This is his debut over here. He looks very sadistic from the psych ward. Yeah, when he's built in the psych ward, you know it's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's a few French fries short yeah. of a happy meal for sure. <laughs> And then other gentlemen, Lloyd. Oh, Jimmy Lloyd over here. Just the crowd's really behind this guy, man, from GCW. Now, Jimmy, that's it. This is your first BCW show. This is your first BCW Monsters match. And these guys are monsters, I gotta tell you, man. I have nightmares just looking at Creek Hewlin over here. Just imagine there's three more throughout the year. Oh and the God. winner of each match goes on at the end of the year to face off for the King of the Monsters match. I'll he tell you right now, I'm having nightmares already tonight. You got Jimmy Lloyd, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Lloyd as the crowd's been chanting ever since he's come out. Yeah, Keeling from the psych ward. The strongest man from the Indies, Astro Morales. But how can you count out public enemy number one? Look at that dude, a cartwheel. The guy is like 6'6", 380 pounds doing a cartwheel in the ring. Current reigning and defending BWF champion. Oh, then you seen right. He's only months back from a heart condition. Yeah, I know. And I he's mean coming back. Kicking ass and taking names. He's coming back stronger than Ric Flair did. I'll tell you Woo right now. Woo! So my money's right here on TJ McCorney right now. Yeah, I got. I, I got a little bias. But uh, well, yeah, we all know. <laughs> we all know you're going with Marconi. Jimmy, get that prediction. I, yeah, I, I, I know got, it's hard to tell, but look at you me. know, you know, it is hard to tell. Uh, but for some reason, I like Kulin, man. I mean, the guy is. We don't know much about him. No, I never heard of him before. Yeah, exactly. And the guy pretty he's much came out in a damn straight jacket. Yeah. Okay, he's 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 gone. He's I, out there. I don't even know where he knows where he is. No, I don't think he knows we're we're even in New York right now. He probably thinks we're in another section of the psych ward. Uh, I mean, he's going after people, biting people. This is it's sadistic. This guy, and he reminds me a lot of like Mick Foley, like mankind. Oh wow! On the uh, anniversary of the Hell in a Cell, by the way. Yeah, man, it's hell right here at BCW. <laughs> oh, 
So let's make sure we step back, avoid any contact, and let's see, make sure we watch this match in peace. Absolutely. I mean, we thought it was going to be brutal. We were expecting that brutality. I wow. T- I, I told you. I told you it was going to be a destruction derby, MJP. I was the just off the Exactly. That's what it was. And I got to I knew. I knew Kulin was just definitely, he's off his rocker. Uh, taking out a ref in the match. Uh, yeah. That, you, thought the, you thought the referee got him to do three. The referee only counted to two. However, instead of disagreeing with him, he decided to knock him out on his ass. <laughs> he didn't like the call. He did not like the call. But I'll tell you, I like the call right here. Uh, TJ Marconi coming out on top with a choke slam onto literally all three guys. I think I was Kulin laying down with Morales, and he choke slammed. I don't even know who was laying down. All I know is that he pinned all three of them, yeah, Astro, showing you his dominance. Astro Morales went for a uh, superplex of the top rope with Kuling. Um, Eric Jade is now making his way down the ringside. What's He's, going on? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, it's a noted rivalry, right? Oh, oh man. Uh, let me tell you, uh, Eric Jaden has a money in the bank, so to speak. He can cash in for a title match anytime he wants for BWF. He might. You think he's going to cash in now? But here's a. Uh, it depends on the mic. Holy shit. Wow. What? I don't know if our mics picked that up, but Bombshell was announced. Quick recap. TJ Marconi wins the Monsters match advancing to the finals. Eric Jaden now walks down the ringside to try to catch in on his BWF heavyweight contract, heavyweight match anytime he wants. All of a sudden, AJ Pan gets on the mic, gets Anthony Cole's face. We find out through his lawyer, AJ Pan is now the governor of BCW, and he called this match off. That's that's huge news. That's re- I mean, any time he can cash in at any time. But what, like, what just happened over there? Why? Why? I don't know. It just felt like I said AJ Pan now is the governor. The governor. I guess stripping away the power of Anthony Cole through his lawyer. That's news breaking here right now. I don't know what. Going to happen. I guess we have to find out more later on tonight. Yeah, but yeah, this is this is a huge bombshell to drop there. We we got to get back there. We got to see what's going on. We always talk about BCW management. I guess we find out they have a face now. AJ Penn, the governor. You know, I, you know, I, I gotta get I gotta get something with Cole, man. I, I gotta talk to Cole. I don't know what the hell's going on over here. I don't think anybody does. Shane Fair looks stunned. Pete Rosado looked a little uh, AJ puzzled. He's gonna be oh god if he the governor over here man just remind me of something out of the Walking Dead. And how do you follow that? By like going to your mission so everyone can soak that in. AJ Penn now yeah. the governor here. Yeah. A BCW. TV Tradition Live here. I'm in your mission with Shane Fair. Shane, how's that going so far? It is great. We've already established the first man who the first monster who will be advancing to the King of the Monsters finals in December. TJ Marconi besting his opponents tonight. Astro Morales, Jimmy Lloyd, and Chris Kuling. 
to advance to the finals. Very interesting there. We also saw Eric Jaden, the sexy assassin, trying to make a run in, uh, make a cash in of some, uh, you know, I don't know what he was. What was that about? Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to cash in on the monsters opportunity. I don't know uh, what went on there. AJ Pan quickly putting a kibosh on it. And the big will... bombshell going to the mission. AJ Pan is now the governor? Yeah, apparently I checked with uh, Mr. Cole. Mr. Cole has given him governorship powers. Gover- gunor- uh, governorial? Oh, I, 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 gubernorial. Gubernatorial. Yeah, gubernatorial. Yeah, something like that. Gubernatorial. There we go. There go. I'm second, I stuck the landing finally. Too many shots of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly. A few shots of the head. But um, I tell you. That was a big surprise, but he is now, he already made his first claim. He stopped the uh, the cash-in attempt from Eric Jaden, so wow. he's exerting his authority instantly after being named. Great matches so far, great matches to come. What are you looking forward to next? I am looking forward to that uh, that three-way tag team battle because that's going to be the precursor to something that we're going to talk about later tonight. You'll see what I mean by that. And, Spoiler uh, alert. Also, we got Faye Jackson defending the women's championship against TNA Knockout, former TNA Knockout, Marty Bell. That's going to be a big one. And if that isn't enough, of course, Darius Carter taking on Dan Moth. Late last-minute replacement for uh, JC Dunn, right? Yeah, last-minute replacement, hand-picked replacement for JT Dunn. JT Dunn uh, has some business to attend to, and uh, he named specially Dan Moff as his uh, replacement tonight against Darius Carter. I tell you, you stole my jacket. You're looking sharp. Go back and get, get ready for the second half. I will. I can't wait to enjoy the second half with you, Mr. Putty, as always. Good job, brother. Thanks. All right, we're back from the mission. We got a three-way tag team match. A little preview of another breaking news here tonight. Next time BCW presents the show will be in August for the 25th show. Excited about that, man. In which they will start the quest to crown the first ever BCW Tag Team Champion. So we have three teams in the ring right now. For just all qualified for that. We have East Coast Syndicate, Tough Guys Inc. And your boys, you made friends at intermission, South Philly's Finest. Oh, uh, yeah. That was, uh, that was a moment over there with one of the members of South Philly's Finest over there. The other fellow paisan, if you will. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, all three of these teams, MJP, are viable options to be tag team champions. First ever BCW tag team champions. Uh, but you got to go right now. Look at this. The crowd is really behind the East Coast Syndicate right here. Really behind East Coast Syndicate. Match hasn't even started yet. Not, all six men have not even been in the ring at the same time. There's no order here yet. Man, there's a lot of trash talking going on by the South Philly's finest. They're getting the crowd riled up right now. Tough Guys Inc. and East Coast Inc. are having a handshake off. Yeah, unreal. I just want to see what's going to go down as soon as the action begins here because uh, is it going to be tornado style? Is it going to be, you know, three guys in at once? I I have no idea. South Philly's finest now getting the handshake off. Another handshake going on here. And now they leave. They're in. What? Give me some order here. Not sure they even begun yet. They're going to get a cheesesteak real quick. (laughs) And it's Tough Guys. Tough Guys, Inc. Triple Threat Tag Team Match again. It's East Coast Syndicate, Tough Guys, Inc. And South Philly's Finest. Man, this is going to be... I can see you can just feel it in the air right now, man. This is going to be a brutal matchup, man. Brutal Bob Evans in the corner. Representing Tough Guys, Inc. Your boy, your boy over there at South Philly's Finest is like... Throwing four bottles of water from the crowd. You can't get his own bottle of water? Uh, no, no. They powdered up. They had, it's like a powdered keg right by the ring right here. Uh, getting ready for the matchup. 
You should, all your smell right now is just baby powder. All right I now. smell is baby powder. Which is good because it's better. It's hot out here. You, yeah. you don't want to smell like, you know, and we're musty. In Bron- we're in the Bronx, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You smell like roast pork <laughs> and must over here. And we don't want to smell that right now. We can smell baby powder. Oh, here he goes. The Paisans, both of them, just jumped in the front row. And South Philly's finest is sitting with the crowd. Take they don't even want to get any action. Front row seats. The match hasn't even begun. It's been about 10 minutes, and it's a lot of trash talking and handshakes. I mean, on their account, I don't want to get in the ring with East Coast Indian kid either. That makes sense. No, these guys are straight assassins. Make your friends with little girls in the corner. That's nice. Maybe they aren't so bad after all. Uh, yeah, it's not a good look for them, though. <laughs> I think we got East Coast, Indian, East Coast Syndicate in one corner. South Philly's finest. Front row. Tough guys <laughs> in another corner. Bell's wrong. Match is finally starting here. And if you guys can see what I see right now, directly in front of us, MJP, is South Philly's finest sitting in the front row just BSing. Just talking. They're not even involved with the match right now. Yeah. See what happens. See what happens. Well, I didn't see that one coming. Nope. South Philly's finest eventually got in the match and uh, stole a victory from the East Coast Syndicate here. You know, MJP, I, I got to believe that South Philly's finest, my fellow Paisans apparently, yeah. they, they might have had Mama's sauce, Mama's gravy over there with a little extra uh, meatballs and... And spaghetti and sausage and everything because they were re- they were prepared for this matchup, man. Oh. And uh, I don't know, man. I gotta say they, they did steal that victory, but man, you take nothing away. Take nothing away from Denaro. Take nothing away from the tough guys, Zinc. Take nothing away. Oh wait a minute, hold on. What's going on here? Brutal Bob Evans on the mic. Having up to the crowd here. What's going on here? Brutal Bob Evans, a tough guy, ain't just challenging East Coast Syndicate to another match. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a brutal match, man. All four of these guys, it looks like they're going for the handshake here on it. They get a shake it's on it. Out of respect here. All right. Good sportsmanship shown here. No foul play. Yeah, nothing's going on here. It looks like they mean what they say. Philly sucks there. Yeah, that's that's true. Philly sucks. The Philly sucks chant going on here. Welcome to New York. That's it. You're in the Bronx, baby. That's how we do it over here. Next match is going to be brutal. Eric Jaden going against Joe Gacy, pro wrestling maniac. Man, yeah, MJP, it's a big fight field over here. Big fight field. Great way to put it, yeah. Yeah, we, we got Joe Gacy, pro wrestling's maniac, the sexy assassin Eric Jaden over here. And mind you, keep in mind, the winner of this match gets a number one contendership shot at the BCW World Championship. Eric Jaden attacked Joe Gacy before he got into the ring. Action is spilling out on the outside. The governor of BCW taking action, telling Shane Fair to get these men inside the ring. Makes me sick, the governor. 
However, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. How we just how we just literally stripped him of a shot of an opportunity against Marconi earlier today. But now, you know, listen, Mike, he has an opportunity right here to become number one contendership for number one contender. Excuse me for the BCW World well, Championship. Again, put that on the line. Eric Jaden, quote unquote, is money in the bank for a title opportunity for the BWF Championship, and now he's an opportunity for number one contender for the BCW World Heavyweight Champion. This guy is maybe a couple months short of being a two-time champion. Eric, two belts. What happens then? Uh, two two the, belts uh, and two organizations? Statues and Squad takes over. That's, that's they, they complete their mission. Oh, oh man, MJP, listen, I got to go back to the action. I'm looking right here. Gacy almost literally just ricocheted Eric Jaden into the front row. Oh, off of the guardrail. It's a chop fest over here. Now right in front of us, Eric Jaden oh, now man. spilling out to the outside. There goes right now. Eric this Jaden, Joe Gacy, two f- good friends of the show. It's getting brutal over here, man. Allegiances are kind of torn here, but uh, my one is on Eric Jaden. What about you? I got to go. I got to go with Gacy. I think, you know, honestly, Gacy just a little oh, more psychotic than Jaden. Oh, my goodness. This is chopped to the chest. I felt that one. I'm four rows away. My chest is on fire. I mean, I do have acid reflux, but it just, it's, it's on oh. more fire right now. So do I. It's a bitch. That's oh, a fucking gird, man. How beautiful I'm is the queen looking tonight? Look at that crown on her head. Beautiful black suit. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. You got to wonder if she's going to interfere in this one right here. She has a bat in her hand. I yeah. don't want to fuck with her. No, not me either. Oh, Before, wait a minute. Oh, chair comes into play. Again, action has not started yet. The match is... The bell wasn't even rung. Yeah. Guys have not gotten to the ring yet, so... Uh, Jaden's all over the ref over there. Laying on him right now. But wait. But Gacy's putting the boost to Jaden right now. Oh, my God. His chest chest got to be on fire right now. He's going right into the front row again. Fans are falling all over the place, MJP. And not only this for the number one contendership. Joe Gacy's a former BCW champion. One of four men to hold the title. Uh, I guess he wants his title back. Bell's finally wrong. Action is finally underway. Let's Fine. say Eric Jaden picks up the victory here. Uh-oh. 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 Some uh, tensions breaking down here. Eric Jaden attacking Dominic De Niro. What's uh blood's boiling over because in turmoil on the uh Satsuja squad. Satsuja squad is literally falling apart in front of our eyes, MJP. I mean the East Coast Syndicate came out late during the match, distracted the ref just in time. What's going on? I mean, to allow Nia Kennedy to attack Joe Gacy, allowing Eric Jaden to pick up the victory. But now, East Coast Syndicate seems to be, have some sort of beef with Eric Jaden here. Well, I don't, a, lot, a lot of vulgar language being used right now. This is um, a strong, strong, cohesive unit. I mean, apparently, Eric Jaden had told them to stay in the back during a match. He wanted to do this by himself. They came by, by, out. By himself with uh, Nia Kennedy, Rick Recon. And, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mark Schwann at ringside, but. Which doesn't make I guess you can deem that uh, by yourself. He didn't want. Maybe he just didn't want them getting any credit. They came in reason. and made the save. I mean, their distraction call, made Eric Jaden win this match. So uh, I think Eric Jaden will be some sort of gratitude against these two guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. They're literally falling apart. Eric Jaden, uh, Rick Recon, Dominic De Niro, and Chris Barton. Like, almost like brothers here now, all of a sudden. Rickon's caught in the middle of this. A lot of tension. Family oh. feud, I guess. I mean, family's fighting, brothers fight. Oh, that's I guess. true. That's true. Hopefully, this is just a minor hiccup and not a deeper rift than it seems to be. Hopefully, it gets resolved, man. I mean, you know, these guys, like you said, they're like brothers here, and 
very unfortunate right now. A lot of tension. But like you said, family, families fight, man. Families fight. It's just a little, like you said, a hiccup. A little slump they got to get over right now. I mean, they'll work it out. They'll talk it out, hopefully. And we'll see what happens. I mean, they, they should be proud right now. Honestly, Jaden should be happy that he has all the support behind him. You think, yeah. And the new number one contender. And, yeah, and, and he would be celebrating the fact that he's the number one contender for whoever's going to be the champion at the end of the night between Darius Carter and the big man, Dan Maff. I mean, he has a, he has a tough task ahead of him. Wolf the Wait Long, July 6th, BWF. Present Summerfest. We'll find out if they've kissed it made up by then. Maybe. We'll find out, man. One week away. Finally, next match I'm looking forward to all night. Let's get right into it. Yes, sir. Both women shaking hands in it. Oh, Bell Strong, match on the way. Oh, yeah, face-to-face right here. Faye Jackson, Maddie Bell. No, I'm a big Faye Jackson fan. A uh, little smitten, Jimmy J. A little smitten? But I uh, had the privilege of meeting Marty Bell during intermission. I think uh, I felt some sparks. I'm not going to lie. So I'm kind of torn right now. You got to go with your gut, MJP. Faye Jackson is number number one, I guess. But uh, Marty Bell, you know, uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Hey, listen, wife, mistress, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Marty uh, Bell, former... TNAM knockout competitor at the first May Young Classic. So her resume is stacked. I think one of the toughest competitors Faye Jackson has faced. Oh, definitely to date right now. But you know what? It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough for Marty Bell to actually um, stop. I mean, look, look at the strength and the size of Faye Jackson right oh, now. She's dominant. It. She's very dominant, man. It's going to be tough for her to stop that. Stop the offense. It's one of the things I admire about her. Yeah. Oh, a little too personal. Oh. <laughs> Early tonight, we were Saw the King of the North in action. Now we're witnessing the Queen of the North, Faye Jackson. This is going to be a very hard-fought matchup here. I'm looking forward to this one. So, uh, Jamie, let's enjoy this one. Well, listen, if the King lost, I don't know. Hopefully the Queen Ooh, represents that. that North and holds it down. Didn't think about that omen. Let's uh, see how that plays out. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I thought that match was going to be good, but that exceeded my expectations. Uh, yeah, man, definitely did. And I was right. You know, there was a lot of spots in this match. Where just Marty Bell, she could not. She was running into a brick wall with Faye Jackson, man. She just couldn't stop the offense. Sometimes literally a brick wall. Yeah, man. Although Marty Bell landed awkwardly on the back of her neck. You might want to get some EMTs out here to check on her. Yeah, that finisher, man. That, it was like sort of like a Michinoku driver, a modified Michinoku driver. Just uh, implanting Marty Bell right, right into the canvas. C2 to C7 yeah. could be cracked, MJP. One of the... Uh, Toughest opponent Faye Jackson has faced in her short BCW women's title run. Son of appreciation and respect. Hugging in the middle of the ring. Yep. I think Marty Bell won a lot of respect here tonight. Sportswomanship. Yeah. Queen of the North reigns supreme. Queen of the North on top. Well, the queen won, the king did it. But, hey, listen. Faye Jackson still proving each time, event in, event out, day in and day out, why she is that women's champion. Why she's the BCW and, women's uh, champion. In my dreams, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's PG, PG thirteen. PG, PG, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good, we're good. We're live, pal. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, yeah, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Next up is the main event. Main event, man, I can't wait. Bell's wrong here on your main event. This is it. Darius Carter going against the hand-picked replacement for JT Dunn. You know, off. You know, I, I got to tell you, man, this is a big replacement right here. Moff. The guy is probably about 6'2", 320 pounds, solid. Darius Carter has a tough, tough task on his hands right now. Also, kind of a disadvantage here. He had weeks, maybe months to prepare 
for JT Dunn. And now he is last minute, has to change up his game plan against Dan Moff. Total 180. Total 180. Champion has usually an advantage. I think the, uh, tonight he's at the disadvantage here. But, you know, MJP, you got to understand, he's resilient. The, Darius Carter, there's one thing that he's proven, Austin Theory, okay, and, and former opponents in the past, Darius Carter always pulls through. He's wrestling Rich's prize, and I believe he's going to pull through somehow, some way. Got Jack Swagger, Sue Young. This guy's resume of opponents he's beaten is very impressive. It's a litany. Good, it's a word, good, good word, litany. Good word. You don't hear that too often these days. No. Boy, I think we're ready for an instant classic. Let's enjoy this. There it is. Let's go. Let's get it going. Wow. What a brutal, brutal main event. Unbelievable. This action was all over the place. What a brutal, brutal match. I'm wondering if Darius is going to have to go to the hospital after this one because that purple nurple to <laughs> Urkel, if you will, uh, I well, felt that. Dan Moff got the microphone. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Moffa, some uh, high praise for the BCW champion Darius Carter. What an emotional moment over here in the building. Damn BCW. Damn Moff now strapping the title on Darius Carter. That's how you do it. That's respect right there. Wrestling legend passing the torch to the future. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Typical Darius Carter. Spits in the hand of that mom. Oh, unbelievable. What a disgrace. Going back to what a brutal, hard-fought match. I think one of the hardest matches Darius Carter's had here in BCW. You know, I, I got to agree with you right there, MJP. It definitely was one of the most brutal matches I've seen him involved in. But this guy, man, you know, after those those words, those kind words that Maff said about Darius, what does he have in return? Spit in the face, or in this case, the hand, if you will. He's getting the face of everybody over here. What's wrong with yeah, this in the guy? Face of the fans here, yeah. Now in the face of Pete Rosado. Oh, sorry, Riley Shepard standing up. Oh man, get. I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of chip he has on his shoulder right here. Like, he has something to prove. But he's a grade-A asshole. I'm sorry. He went through a hard test here tonight in Dan Moffat. Right around the corner, Eric Jaden lies lurking at his opportunity for the BCW World Heavyweight Champion. A BCW original who's never held a title. You know, you know Eric Jaden's next in line, but, you know, I just actually, behind the scenes, I, I had a little interview with Joe Gacy. Okay. Joe Gacy made an open challenge. There really? is Carter, so maybe, uh, who knows? Who knows? If Carter's going to be the champion, who knows? Yeah, who knows? What a match. What a main event. That's unreal. You know, MJP, I, I want to thank you. Shout of wrestling. Thank my man, Mr. Cole, and everybody for allowing me to be here and doing this. Uh, it's been a phenomenal night over here. Thank you so much, man. Uh, anytime, man. Uh, you're welcome on Taking Home TV. You're welcome on the show. I know I'm a part of your team, Shout of Wrestling. So, listen, man, I love you guys because, you know, you guys are really passionate about what you do. And you do it from the heart, and, and you talk to the future. You don't focus on the legends. You focus on the up-and-coming and the future, and you guys are the best, honestly. Thank you so much. Right back at you, buddy. Right back at you. Thanks for the kind words. And say hello to my good friend, uh, Jimmy Dinas. Oh, yeah, will do. Will do. He might even be on the show, man. He, uh, you know, him and I, he doesn't like me very much, but... Uh. The crowd here showing respect to Dan Moff as he's uh, enjoying the adulation from this Bronx cr crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, BCW Summer on Smash 3 just ended. Crowd's following it out, but I'm here with the ace that runs the place. Right. I'm back, baby. I'm back. And victorious. Victorious tonight. Putty. When was the last time I won a match in BCW before tonight? No disrespect, I can't remember. Exactly. Uh, last year in July. Really? Last year in a July year against Jess Neff. Wow. And then ever since then, uh, I'll run it down to you because it's been Please. stuck in my head. Joey A started the trend. He beat me the second time, and he's been in my head since. And after that, I was called up to um, go up against Orange Cassidy out of nowhere. That's and right. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then he beat me. Cool. Um, after that, it was, oh, the anniversary show. I lost to Saeed Al-Sabah. Uh, I didn't get pinned, but still lost at the end of the day. It is what it is. All great matches, though. They were all great matches, but 
no, no victory. It, it, it hurts me. No. So, the, this heavy weight on your shoulder, how do you feel now that the weight's finally gone? I feel better, buddy. I feel like I'm back to normal. I don't know what it is, but I'm back. I got my mojo back. So you feel hashtag too good? Oh, I feel hashtag too, too good. That's the new one. That's the next one. All right, we'll stick with too good. You're right. You're right. You're right. WCW's Summer Smash is in the books. We look forward to BWF Summerfest. Yeah. Oh, that's next week. Are you ready for this? Oh. The undefeated BX Strong. That's now right. a triple threat match. Yep. It's going to be me and Big Cuzzo going up against the um, uh, the Syndicate, Saiyans, Setsujins, whatever. They're, I, I don't know. What, are they still Setsujins after tonight? I don't Sir, know. Sir, I don't know. I feel like they have more nicknames than we have um, catchphrases. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. And then who's the other? You're awesome. I Thank you. But who's the tag team? No, no. no it's you're awesome. Is there a tag team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their tag team, you're awesome. I appreciate that. It's but two guys. What's the name of the tag team? You're awesome. I appreciate that. What's the name of the Come tag on, team? Listen, buddy. Is there a third tag this team? Is, oh, my God. There is a third tag Shout team. Shout out Abba Costello. Thank you. Who's on first? <laughs> okay, let's, let, let me put it like this. It's Matthew Awesome and uh, Johnny Santos. They're on the same team. Are you ready for that? Are you, I mean, oh, I'm, you got to be going into this now with a big chip on your shoulder now being finally victorious at BCW. I feel like I got my mojo back. And in my singles run in, in BCW. And now we're going to two man faction action next week. And we're going to, me and Big Cuzzle, we're going to be the first two man faction to ever win the BWF Tag Team we're Championship. Tag team. Remember that. We're not a tag team, all right? We're like Ric Flair, but twice. Like, that's us, all right? Next week, we will be the BWF Tag Team Champions. I'll be ringside. Look forward to it. Oh, the Brother. voice of BWF. Go get a drink. Let's get a drink. Let's celebrate, buddy. All right, crowd still falling out. Ring now starting to be dismantled. I'm here with America's favorite agent and the uh, new governor of BCW. What a big bombshell you dropped here tonight, Mr. Penn. You know, I've seen for so long there's been corruption in BCW. We had Anthony Cole here bringing in the Saiyan squad and having feuds with the law and BWF and... I've noticed every time, you know, when Az lost his championship, Anthony Cole was at ringside. And when Sue Young almost won the championship from Darius Carter, Anthony Cole restarted that match. Interesting. And then you have Pete Rosado claiming to be the liaison. Or whatever. He's a goof. He's the one that caused, I believe, Darius Carter to lose his mind. He made that reign of terror. He's always popping up as the uh, voice of BCW management. I guess we have a new voice, huh? I never believed that, and now he has nothing to say. How this going about? You said your lawyers were involved? I mean, as you know, as you know, during the was, Anthony, was Anthony Cole aware of this, or did you drop it on him tonight, too? Oh, no, he knew, and he was holding on to it. And he's, again, worried about Eric Jaden. And he made sure he came out at the end of a fantastic Monsters match. Couldn't happen. Wasn't going to allow it. I was sick and tired of it. And, you know, as you saw, the Saiyan squad against Law, they couldn't get the job done. I made sure I had the... The ace in the hole, Joey Ace. <laughs> well done, all you did there. Yes, thank you. Made sure I had that. Helped the Saiyan squad defeat and get Law out of here, but I asked for a favor. And my lawyers, he didn't want it, but finally came to the agreement, and now I am the governor of BCW. You have big plans now going forward? Well, you know, they said management, uh, you know, talked about the tag team title tournament. Yes, correct. That was me, so you're welcome. Thank you so much. Finally, I've been hearing rumors about it for almost a year now. Yeah, and you see, it took me. What? You put me in power, things things happen. Things get going here. Man in action, Mr. Pan, huh? Yeah, you know, he's, Marty Bell coming in. I, I think we felt a little connection with her. So if you put a good word in for me, you never know. 
Also, I mean, you know, she, I, I, I am half Puerto Rican. She, she's Dominican, a little crazy on either side, but I'll put, I'll put, in, the, I'll put in the good work. Appreciate it. What, what a great night of action tonight. It was a fantastic night of action. Uh, the crown jewel on top again. He's making his way back up. You know, Darius caught everything is going going on with Darry Eric Jaden. He came out on top tonight. I'll give him his due. He will be facing Darius Carter for the heavyweight championship in August. But you know, as as is, as wants that title back, I want it back in the PCA. So, Green Man not here tonight, replaced by the beautiful Riley Shepard. How, how did she do on commentary? She's a little annoying, but she's better to look at than Green Man. Much better. And how can she be more 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 annoying than Green Man? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She talks about all that that wizard crap and one of those. Yeah, and that, you know, Dumbledore for whatever that. I have no clue. I don't know all that garbage. That her and that other idiot Rosado, they know all that stuff. I, you know, what, was he wearing shorts tonight? Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't know what's up with it. I had I had two goofs, two clowns sitting next to me. So you not only carrying this promotion, you're carrying the commentary. What you're saying? Oh, I have to. Yeah, I always carry Rosado. That's why I got a bad back, and now I have. You know, the Legend of Zelda reject. But again, she's better to look at, so. Much better. Beautiful hair. Yeah, so if I can move her in the middle and not sit next to Pete, I'd be happier. Why don't you uh, put me in there? I don't know. Might have to get rid of Pete and have me, you, and Riley. I'm happy with that. that. Beautiful commentary. That'd be a great, yeah, that'd be a great commentary. XFL under a year away. How are you feeling? Very excited, very excited. I'm ready for the jerseys to come out. Me too. What's taking so long? Vince got too much going on right now. As you saw, Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman are in charge, uh, ex- executive producer. So maybe he's lining his ducks in a row and get ready to prepare for the XFL. If you weren't too busy with your lawyers becoming governor of BCW, you think you would have gotten that call instead of Eric Bischoff? I might have. There were discussions, but... Can't talk about that, right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm under a uh, you know, full non-disclosure. Hey, Japan, thank you for stopping by our annual chat. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. You're the one bright spot. Once I got to talk to Pete Rosado all night, I'm happy to be talking to you. Appreciate that, brother. Thanks for stopping by. Let's get a drink. Yes, definitely. And congratulations on the new governor. Thank governor you. Pan. Governor Pan in for a lot of stuff. You're going to see change. You're going to see some great stuff. Make BCW great again? Definitely. Definitely. Make BCW Can't wait, brother. Thank you for stopping by. Post-game show. I'm here with uh, Hazel from Ramble Mania. How was tonight for you? Bro, the night was great. Like, I've been telling uh, a lot of people, I don't mean to brag about this, but you guys know uh, known this because you guys were the ones that brought me here. Today marks the, the one-year anniversary that I appeared on Someone Smashing Queens, and to finally got to celebrate one year here with everyone here. It was just great. The show was great. The matches were great. Um, highlight? My favorite highlight was basically everything on the card. Nothing here really disappointed me. The, uh, my favorite match of the night was probably the opener, the Fatal 4-Way. And... The the return of the Monsters Tournament, I am so happy for that. I can't wait to see who's going to face Billy Brash in the finals to go out this trophy. Yeah, look forward to it. The Monsters match tournament is underway. TJ Marconi. I mean, uh, <laughs> t- uh, that was the first time I finally got to see uh, TJ Marconi actually wrestle. Like, I've seen him on YouTube a lot, and I've seen him, like, on the BWF shows on YouTube. So to see him wrestle in person for the first time and actually got to chat with him, he's a really cool dude, and he's a really good competitor. And for a big dude, he is pretty intimidating. Now you got a story to tell. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the night. Mark Schwann, how you doing, buddy? Yo, how am I doing? I'm doing, I'm doing fantastical right now. Eric Jaden is the number one contender for the BCW World Heavyweight Championship. How do you think I'm feeling? I'm a cloud nine. I can tell you. Ecstatic. I can't with that smile off your face. I can't. It's hard. It's hard not to. I... By the way, welcome back to A Shot of Wrestling. It's been a hot minute. Oh, my God. It's been too long, man. Like, you called me out before. Like, it's always about the wedding stuff. It's legit. Yep. 
crunch time right now. So getting married next week. Can't wait. Let's talk about your bachelor party. Uh, that, can we talk about it here? <laughs> Whatever. From what you remember? Whatever. I, I, I don't remember much. You had to Fire Island and you left. I think that's what you remember. We went to Fire Island, went to Ocean Beach. It was a great time. Thank you for coming out. You My and pleasure. Green Man. It was a lot of fun from what I was told and what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> the little bit I remember. Uh, you're my favorite Sean until I met your brothers. Your brothers are awesome. My brothers, see, technically they're my half brothers. They have a different last name. They're Miller, so oh. I'm still your favorite Sean technically. Okay. <laughs> but my brothers, they are awesome. Un- until a week till your wife joins the family. Yeah, until then, right? So you just mentioned this, Eric Jaden now the number one contender for the BCW World Championship. Yes. Also in his back pocket, the uh, Money in the Bank cash in for the BWF. He's all money, man. You just said it right there. Eric Jaden is winning anywhere he goes. He is on a mission right now. He is going to win in any promotion that he can and take their championship and wear him around his waist, over his shoulder. I'll be wearing around my waist, over my shoulder, over the other shoulder. Nia Kennedy the same. We're taking over anywhere we go. Eric, two belts? Eric, many belts. And what's going on with the East Coast Syndicate? What happened to you, man? You had to go there, man. Come on, dude. They came back, caused the distraction, allowing Eric Jane to pick up the victory. Thanks to Nia Kennedy. Whatever. And now, all of a sudden, the guys are fighting with them. Listen, you know, hey, not for nothing. Me and you, we don't see eye to eye sometimes. Told you, you know, and, and like this is an in-house thing, so I don't really want to discuss about it on the air right now. You know, we're, we're going to settle things in-house. Uh, we're brothers. We fight. And stuff got a little heated. You got a week to BWF Summerfest. Think I think you guys can uh, patch things up by then? You got a big title match on the outline. Well, unfortunately, I won't be there to see it live, but, you know, a lot of action's going on. You know, we have Rick Recon facing Astro Morales for the United States Championship, and my money's on Rick Recon, man. I called it I called it last year. I said he's the man to watch for 2019. You did say that. And this moment will happen for him. We have Eric Jaden with that contract, as you said before. T.J. Marconi's got to look over his shoulder. You know, T.J. Marconi, he's acting all cocky right now, but you know he's shook. Eric Jaden is going to be the toughest competition he's faced since coming back. And then we have Chris Barton and Dominic De Niro, the BWF World Tag Team Champions, going against a tag team, fac- a two-man faction. Two-man faction. Excuse Un- me. An undefeated what? two-man faction, by the way. Unproven team. Be extra strong. And undefeated. you have, you're awesome. Thank you. But what's the name of the tag team? Uh, yeah. Those guys, that BWF the tag team champions, they beat time and time again. So you tell me how that match is going to go. I'm pretty confident Dom and Chris are going to walk out. Hashtag and still your BWF World Tag Team Champions. Mark, I could talk to you all night because uh, I haven't seen you in forever, but uh, I know you have wedding stuff to do. I do. I do. I have to go back. Six, six days away now. You ready for this? Am I ready, man? I was born ready for this. Let's rock. Brother, thanks for stopping by. Let's get, let's get a drink before uh, I won't see you again yeah, for next Let's do weeks. it, man. Let's do it. And I'll, I'll be back soon enough, man. You'll see. All right. I'm here with... Hot Mike. Hot Mike. Hot Mike. I'm here with Eric Jade and Mark Schwann sticking around. Eric, how you, yes. how, how you feeling tonight? Well, the knee's a little bet. Okay, you want to hold that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. Shout out to wrestling. Welcome. Listen, the knee's a little banged. I can't lie about it. Okay? But I'm protecting it. I'm protecting it. I'm a, I'm a smart guy. You think I wanted Joe Gacy to know that my knee was fucked up? No, I did not. And guess what happened? I promised. I said I was going to do this, and I delivered as you always do. You All always time. deliver. All the time. So then, let me ask you something, Michael J. Please. What did you feel about the match? That was a great match. I think it stole the show tonight. I think so, too. I think we actually stole the show. I agree, man. I was there live. I had the best seat in the house. It was glorious. Now, go ahead. Ask the million-dollar question. The pink elephant in the room. Go ahead. 
I mean, I have a million pink elephants. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what are you going to say, Michael J? Why? The Delhi says, why? Go ahead. Actually. I'm going to end with that, but I'll start with that. What, what, what's going on here? About, Mark just talked about it. He, he's trying to get the same for me. He's trying to get information. It's in-house, putty. Yes. Yeah, but we're, I'm in-house. Listen. The putty's saying. Do putty's, putty. You have a job, right? Yeah. And if your boss tells you to do something, you do it, right? Correct. And if you don't do it, what happens? You get in trouble. You get in trouble. That's what happened tonight. That's what Why? Well, you tell him to stay in the back. Why couldn't they be at ringside? I don't know. But you know what? Did you say it's in-house? It's in-house. We're I handling this in-house. It. That's all I can tell you. I'm sorry. Well, they came down. They made the save for you, allowing Nia Kennedy to save. Allowing Nia Kennedy to hit Joey Gacy with her, her beautiful cane. No, that, that didn't I, happen. That didn't man. happen. What are you talking about? I, mean, I, was, I, I saw it as... I Joe got, Gacy was trying I, to steal the bat from yes. Nia Kennedy, and he, he, he's a klutz in himself with the bat. That's what I saw. So was, was he being sexually harassed, too? This guy. Oh, I Listen, all I know is I had him on a sleeper. I felt his life leave Yo, his body. He was about I to beat tap. Him. Yeah, was, I beat him. Yeah. I know I beat him. I know I beat him with the sleeper. How about that? That's what I saw. That's what I saw. When I rolled over, he was knocked out. Wasn't it because of the sleeper? I think so. I think so, too. The arm went I mean, down the, the at gut, three, too. Up. I saw that. The ref, that that's, ref. That stupid ref, the, man. The ref messed that up. That ref was fucked up. It really is. All night. All night? Yeah. Fuck Shady. All night, man. You saw it, too. Their arm went down at three. Match was over. Eric Jaden, your new number one contender. But, hey, guess what? Karma's a bitch. And Eric Jaden still finished as your number one contender. August, baby. Guess what's happening in August? Uh, BCW's 25th show. Yeah, and guess what else? You're going against Darius Carter oh, for the BCW. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. Darius Carter goes Eric Jaden for the BCW Ooh, World Heavyweight Championship. I dig. That feels so good. As a BCW original, finally getting your chance to shine here. Three years in the making? Finally. Thank you, Putty. You Thank said you. it right. Yeah. Putty! I want to give you a kiss of tongue right now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Three years in the making. Three years in the making. You ready? Of course I'm ready. Didn't I just beat the crap out of Joe Gacy? Putty, that was your worst question. Yeah. yeah Are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? Look at him. He's... Don't you know me already? Uh, I guess. I, I guess. He's not ready. Why, well, why ask that dumb question? But you said yourself. <laughs> you said yourself. He is on the hottest streak of his life right now. He's yeah. on top of the world. Eric Jaden owns indie wrestling. Oh, oh my God. Doesn't that feel good? Just like. I own indie wrestling. I am indie wrestling. Tell, tell Mark now, what, you might be like two months away from Eric Two Belts, number one contendership for the BCW and the Money in the Bank for the PWF. Oh, you know what? We do have a PWF title match contract mm-hmm. that you I do. can cash in at any time. Anywhere. Okay, so anywhere. So I did try to come out today. And what was that? that Some was... long hair yeah. hippie named AJ Pan. Governor of BCW. What the oh, fuck God. is a governor, dude? What does that mean? What does that mean? Authority figure. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, you. Hippie. See, you didn't pay attention. Yeah, you. Yeah, you got problems. You got problems coming to you, my man. Yeah, you, you long-haired hippie. Oh, I did Darius Carter's coming oh, over here right oh, now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run away. Run away. Run away. Imitating, this is imitating a- Darius Carter. You wish you could be me. You're trying to, I'm out. you're walking around with masks. You're talking about change. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're match three. You're match three. I'm the main event. You're match three. How's that? How's that? Take your seat. Intermission. Intermission, Eric Jaden. Get out of here. This kid keeps walking around wearing masks. You'll never see me, kid. You'll never see me. Please, this guy. Let me tell you something. He walks around with masks. 
He walks around talking about change. He walks around trying to be Darius Carter. He walks around living vicariously through me. Me and you have had our differences lately, but I do have to say, yes, you are. You have the the, the uh, innovator of change. And that was you. You understand that I am the father yes. of change. Listen, and I'll tell you what, right now, Asriel, don't particularly care for him, but I'll tell you this right now: I'll wrestle Asriel before I ever give that germ, that maggot, that worm, that detritus, a championship opportunity. What has Eric Jaden done other than drift around on this roster for two years? Oh, now the Darius Carter's champion. Maybe now that he's busy with the title, maybe he won't notice if I wear a mask. Maybe he won't notice if I put static in my promos. Maybe he won't notice if I start talking about change. Eric, been there, done that. That's why I'm the champion, and that's why you'll never touch a title here. How's that? I, I have to agree with you, Mr. Carter. Point and blank, yeah, period. Let's get, let's get this Eric Jane out of here. Stop putting a microphone to his mouth. Stop talking to him. Stop entertaining him. Because at the end of the day, Eric Jaden didn't beat. Asriel twice within two weeks, which nobody's ever done. Asriel did not beat Sue Young. Asriel did not beat Austin Theory. And, uh, oh, excuse me, Asriel. I'm talking about Asriel. Uh, Eric Jaden, because I was talking about someone important. So let's try this again. I've beaten Sue Young. I have beaten Austin Theory. And I just beat Dan Moff. Eric Jaden, a minute in the ring with those people. A minute and a half with those people. What, are you going to shoot off confetti? Are you going to shoot streamers? What, are you going to try and kiss Sue Young? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to wear a, f- a little feather jacket? Not going to huh? happen. Get out of here. Yeah. You want a champion? Stop interviewing wastes of space. Stop interviewing the lowest common denominator. Stop interviewing and entertaining people like that and start knocking on the door of the All-Father. Thank you. Dan Moff spoke highly of da- He doesn't do that often. He spoke highly of Darius Carter today. And did you see how Jaden won tonight? He says he choked Joe Casey out. There was interference from the Saiyan squad. That's what I said, but he didn't see that. I don't I, know. I thought I saw that. You were inside. I'm not a fan of Gacy either, but I wanted that to be a fair match and the winner sh- to get a shot at Darius Carter. Jaden wants to run around here taking the BWF championship when he was champion and going after law. We're in BCW. I'm tired of all those interferences. So you want to prove you're the best? Fight a former BCW champion in Joe Gacy, mm. beat him fair and square, and you could face Darius Carter. He didn't fe- beat him fair and square. But he is the number one contender, though. He is. He's, he's stuck through, so we'll see what happens. But Dar- Darius is no slouch. I, like I said, I no do, slouch I, whatsoever. I do not agree with what he's done lately. He's beaten, he beat as under questionable circumstances, but he's the champion. He is. Fantastic match against Sue Young, found a way to beat her. Fantastic. Austin Theory, fantastic match, found a way to beat him. One of the matches of the years. Yes, and tonight, Dan Moff. Dan Moff does not give speeches like that. Does Dan not. Moff does not say, speak highly of people. That was maybe unintentional, but a passing of the torch, I would say. I think so. You're well put. So, Very raw moment from Dan Moff. It was. So we're going to see on April. But now he wants to say, I have problems. I'm trying to clean up this company. I don't know what. So. I called you a hippie. Because of long hair? I hate what's happened to him. I used to represent Eric Jaden. Way back when? Yeah. When he used to be one of the disrespectfuls. I don't know what now he's... Wasn't he one of the first members of the PCA? He was, he was, he was yeah. And now he seems to forget. Now he's running with these other goons. With some infighting. I don't know how long yeah. that's going to last. Yeah, and it wasn't a good night for the rest of them, was it? No. So, it was a good night for Az. It was a good night for me. So, we'll see what happens come BCW 25. Uh, well, I'll be here. I'll be in charge. Party on? <laughs> it's party on? Oh, party's always going to be Let's on. Let's do this, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drinks will be flowing. Woo! Well, uh... After that, how do you follow things up? You don't. You go home. The ring's almost done. Crowd's almost out of here. I see Fitch Jackson on the corner. I'm going to 
Should we get one more picture with her? Oh, beautiful. My colleague tonight, Jimmy J's elf somewhere shooting some videos. Hope he gets some good stuff. What a great night of action on the Summer on Smash 3 from the Bronx, New York. Looking forward to August for the BCW's 25th show. Big milestone, big matches already announced so far. A lot more to come. So everybody here at BCW, until next time. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody.